Jumping in on Manx Radio with Howard and Chris Kane. Hello, good evening, and welcome. And here we go again on a Saturday night here on Manx Radio. It is nine o'clock. It is Chris and H with you with the best in modern and contemporary sounds from around the globe in the world of jazz. With, of course, jumping in. Yes, welcome along to this week's show. And as we hit the halfway point for autumn, we who are no longer six can reflect that it was 97 years ago that Winnie the Pooh first appeared in print in a collection of short stories. Pooh and his friends Piglet, Owl, Rabbit and Eeyore. Tigger came along later. And it was also unbelievably 76 years ago that US Air Force pilot Chuck Yeager broke the sound barrier for the first time in X1. No such record attempts today, but the sound will be jazz for the next hour or so with no barriers. So H, what records have you broken this week and have they all come up to scratch or without actually being scratched? Well, speaking of breaking the sound barrier, I have some uh, big air from uh, Chris Batchelor and friends. A new one from the boys in Rimden, just uh, out at the beginning on my birthday. It happened on 6th of October. And some live chroma. And for me, uh, night and day, this is the one. We hang on to Tigger, well, nearly, for a birthday boy. We're stronger through super permeability. That's a word to get your teeth around. And to kick things off, well, let's have a peep. Thank you. 
Typically sinuous Mike Brecker composition, given the big band treatment from Chuck Owen and The Surge back in 2009, just two years after Mike very sadly passed away. Starting as a project for the University of South Florida, where Owen is the professor of jazz composition, the idea was conceived as an arrangement exercise initially and a heartfelt tribute to the great Michael Brecker. Chuck asked a variety of composers and arrangers to contribute scores. Brecker's regular contributors, Gil Goldstein and Vince Mendonca, were in there straight away, as well as Fred Stride, who continued, who gave that great arrangement of a Brecker classic, Peep, which uh, originally appeared on his 1990 album, Now You See It, 
No, you don't. And the Surge Big Band is enhanced in the presence of some great jazz soloists in the shape of trumpeter brother Randy Brecker, Mike Manieri on vibes, Mike Stern on guitar, and two powerhouse frontmen, uh, Joe Lovano and Dave Liebman. A great and sincere tribute and breathing new life into fantastic compositions, as well as retaining the original spirit. The album Comet's Tale by Chuck Owen and the Surge, and that was their second release way back, as I said, in 2009. Classic stuff. Just swapping the album over there. I've got the wrong one in. Um, <laughs> yeah, very good opener, opener that. And a uh, real swinging band, as you say, and great stuff from, uh, quite distinctive from Mike Stern. Like I said, I always listen to a few bars and think it's either Mike Stern or John Schofield, but yeah, Mike Stern, a wonderful player and a super chap. We interviewed him once and he actually held the rest of the band up on the coach so he could have a little chat with us. Really nice guy. And then the uh, interview got stolen, didn't it, along with the one from... I think it was on minidisc, yeah. yeah. And the whole minidisc player got stolen from the baggage on the way back. There we go. Uh, how we live and learn, as they say. Uh, this one popped out me when I was thinking of some music the other day. I hadn't played this for a while, actually, and I whacked it on. I thought, this is a really good mix of some... Uh, well, all sorts from some quite free, some good blowing, some quite some American sort of... Uh, fairly minimalist sounding stuff. Chris Batchelor in the company of Steve Buckley, Myra Melford, Oren Marshall, the wonderful tuba player, and Jim Black on the drums. What sort of sound are they going to make, you ask? Well, an intriguing one. Check this out. Song for the Garlic Cellar.
quirky, fun, free, swinging in places. Great mix. Yeah, I really enjoyed uh, revisiting that one. Big Air, Chris Batchelor. Uh, and friends on uh, the Babel label, our friend uh, Ollie Wildlinger, um, who runs and still runs the Vortex Jazz Club. Wonderful spot if you can get, ever get down to it in Stoke Newington. One of, uh, again, the premium places to see jazz. And we bump into Ollie from time to time. We met him years and years ago at a jazz festival, still running the Vortex. We said, is it making any money these days? He says, no, of course not. <laughs> but wonderful. Uh, some great volunteers. Uh, you can get a nice uh, bottle of uh, craft beer, sit in a chair, enjoy some cracking jazz. And uh, if you want to get a little bit uh, you know, higher than that, you just open the window and breathe in deeply uh, from outside. We'll leave it there. Anyway, worth checking out. Uh, the great name, Song for the Garlic Cellar by Chris Batchelor. Chris on trumpet and electronics. Steve Buckley, again, another one, I think, from Loose Tubes on alto and bass clarinet and whistles. Myra Milford on piano and harmonium. The wonderful Oren Marshall, a man who makes the tuba sound sexy and mysterious. Not an easy thing to do, I always think. And uh, Jim Black, who plays so much with Dave Douglas and such like, on the drums. Wonderful stuff. 2000 and what did I say it was? Yeah, 2008, I think that was. Um, yes, 2008. Time flies when you're enjoying yourself. And uh, indeed, you're quite right. The last time I think we went, there was a big band playing there where the band pretty much outnumbered the audience given the size of the vortex. It was true. But yeah, uh, very, very good indeed. Uh, next from me, a release from last year that may have flown slightly under the radar of many reviewers, but hardened fans of John Sermon would have spotted this album of vignettes written around the passage of Night in Today from bass player Terry Gewelt, an interesting trio of bass, sax and piano and keyboards from Dusk Till Dawn. Here's Dusk.
lovely stuff. Uh, very reflective album throughout. That was Dusk from bassist Terry Gewelt with John Sermon on a variety of saxes and bass recorder and uh, Erland uh, Slitterville on keyboards. Uh, any release featuring Sermon is worth a listen as far as I'm concerned. Quite Whilst right. Quite right. Not necessarily music for the car, that I have to say, but it's uh, perfect for the times that it represents and it has a perfectly little collection of uh, tone poems, really, worthy of investigation, available on all the streaming platforms and on disc on the Resonant Music Label. I must check that out when I ever get time. That's never going to happen, is it? But uh, You're going to be in a yes. jazz record shop before you know it. <laughs> it won't be in the record shop, then, will it? Yeah, yeah no, it is. Is it? It's a, oh, I might get the physical CD then, just to be, um, you know, old school. It's the way we like it. It is jumping in. Uh, Chris and myself, H, with you through until the top of the hour. Uh, if you've got a good memory, by the way, you'll remember we were just chatting there. Tia Gewelt, first time I heard of him. He must be a Barclay uh, or Berkeley alumni because he was the bass player on the original Tommy Smith CDs which first came out, the first ones he did, I think, the you know, the Berkeley tapes and all those sort of ones, which he, he had a wonderful story about the Berkeley tapes when we were chatting to him a while back and uh, it's gone on to other things as well. Wonderful stuff. Uh, Rimden have been producing some wonderful stuff as well. Two thirds, of course, of EST, Dan Berglund and Magnus Erstrom, the drummer and bassist after the sad death of EST. I think they kicked their heels for a while and wondered where to go musically, did some solo stuff, but are now in another trio format, this time with, of course, Brugge Vesseltoft at the keyboards of Rimden. Uh, numerous albums out now, Reflections and Odysseys, studio albums, Space Sailors. Uh, the wonderful last one, I really enjoyed the live album Rimden and Cork, K-O-R-K, the big band. Now uh, a new one out of valleys and mountains, as you might expect. It's uh, not strictly earthbound music, as it suggests in the notes. Uh, all sorts of bucolic rambles and treks. Bucolic? Isn't that? Shouldn't be that sort of a galactic, I'd have thought, rather than bucolic. Uh, great instrumentation, techniques, different sort of styles, some rocky bits, some spacey bits, ethereal bits. Here's a track which has been released as a single as well, called The Mountain.
rest of the album's as good as that, then uh, I'm looking forward to that. I haven't it all, all yet. Valleys and Mountains, the latest from Rimden. I think it came out uh, again, I think, on my birthday, if I'm not wrong, on the 6th of October. That one called The Mountain uh, by Magnus Erström, the drummer. And... Um, in the liner notes, I see it says it has a sprightly lightness that echoes Vince Guaraldi. Now, I'd never pick Vince Guaraldi out of that, <laughs> uh, but I, I enjoy it much um, nonetheless. Very good indeed. Uh, a great mixture again of some of that sort of rocky sound. Uh, Dan Berg's on the bass is quite a bit of a rocker, really, and quite grungy and sort of heavy metal at times. He loves getting those sort of grungy, heavy sounds out of his bass and effects as well. Magnus Erström usually surrounds himself with lots of percussion and gongs and uh, toys and such like and uses them to great effect if you see him live. And uh, Booger Vesseltoft, again, not averse to sort of tweaking his pianos and such like. Great sound. Enjoy that one. I'm hoping I haven't heard the rest of the album yet. Uh, that was just as a single, so I'm uh, looking forward to listening to the rest of that one. If you want to catch them live... Um, you're too late. Well, you're too late in Britain in any case. Um, I noticed uh, one of our, in fact, uh, Jim Johnson, who sent us the link to that, said, I've just caught them for the first time. I'm assuming in London, because they did Saturday the 7th of October with two shows at Ronnie's, and then uh, Monday the 9th, they were at the Band on the Wall, which I think is in Manchester. Manchester, right? indeed yeah, it indeed. is, run by a good old friend of ours who uh, still broadcasts a fantastic jazz show. Uh, the Cutting Edge with Mike Chadwick. Tune into that too, you'll enjoy it thoroughly. Uh, and Rimden, great to catch live indeed. As you say, uh, he'll very have the top of his electric piano and he'll be pushing and tweaking the twines and breaking things at the same oh, time as a plane. Really interesting Weird, wonderful. Next from me, a birthday boy who, were he alive today, would be the ripe old age of 114. Any guesses? 114? Yeah. No. Um, Very sadly, he died of a kidney disease aged just 47, but boy, did he Lots make the good. most of those years. With uh, Tiger, not Tigger, but Tiger Rag, hmm. here's Art Tatum. <laughs> Thank you. 
recorded a mere 90 years ago. <laughs> it's amazing that we're lucky enough to have so many great recordings of the late, great Art Tatum. Blind from birth, he was largely self-taught, but he did spend some time at the Toledo Music School for the Blind, learning to read Braille music. He was in awe of Fats Waller, but his amazing cascades, I think, far outshone his hero's technique, and he went on to influence virtually every jazz pianist that followed Paps. Most uh, obviously, the young Oscar Peterson, born just 16 years after Tatum, he tells a story that once, uh, when he was a young man and starting to play, uh, his dad played him some art, didn't tell him who it was, and said, look, see if you can learn one half of that duet. And uh, Oscar studied for a while and came back and said, hey, I've got it. And he said, OK, I was actually lying to you. It's just one player. So he studied for another month and reckoned he'd got it. And then uh, his dad said, of course, he was blind. <laughs> Happy birthday, Art. I'm sure you'll continue to inspire many fledgling jazz pianists for years to come. Absolutely. Incredible. Okay. Yeah. How you... No, I'm not even going to go there. I can't get my fingers to move that quickly, if nothing else. Heading into Europe for my next one and the wonderful uh, De Verf label, uh, which you often see, De Verf, D-E-W-E-R-F. A lot of stuff around uh, Belgium and on Brussels Jazz Festival. It's one of the labels you see a lot there, W-E-R-F. All sorts of wonderful players on the Brussels circuit, quite often most of whom do tend to either play around that area. Very rarely seen, if ever, I think, on British shores. And I'm talking about the likes of Marek Patrum, the drummer, and uh, Mano Cabras, the bass player. Eric Vermeulen, we might have seen, I think, in uh, Britain once at the Bath Festival or somewhere like that. He might get around a little bit more, but generally names you're more likely to see on the other side of the channel. All fine players as well, of course, and uh, we have seen them uh, numerous occasions in various settings at the Brussels Jazz and Roundabouts. Here's one from a year or two back. Eric Vermeulen, piano, Manolo Cabras on double bass, Malik Patrman on drums, and it's called Broken.
album's called Live Chroma. Eric Vermeulen on piano, Marek Patron drums, Manolo Cabras on bass. Never disappoint. Terrific stuff. And great to see you live indeed. Uh, and very late in the evening, I seem to remember. Uh, and hard to get a seat. Um, well, that's about it for this week's show. But we've just got time from a track from a release that has seldom been off my playlist in the car since its release in February of this year. Uh, the Rido, Colorado-based Manzanita Quintet bring together the tried and tested format of trumpet and sax frontline with a classic piano rhythm trio behind, as uh, proved by Charlie Parker and Dizzy back in the 40s, but bang up to date with a fresh set of mainly original compositions, rounded off with a monk tune and one from Charlie Hayden. Bass player Hans Halt wrote four of the tunes with another two from saxman Peter Epstein, who also has a fresh release in his own name we'll bring you in a future show, joined by trumpeter Josh D. Reed, who contributes one, Another one from keyboardist Adam Benjamin, leaving only Adam Hegland at the drums to hold the whole thing together. From their debut release, Osmosis, here's Hansepts. See you next week. Look after yourselves. Bye for now.
Mm-hmm.